This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. On the podcast today, we are concluding our three-week challenge to learn a jazz tune by ear where I've been walking you through a simple process and holding your hand through it so that by the end of this three-week series, not only will you have been able to learn the jazz tune by ear, no sheet music included, but also have some tools to solo over this tune. And so far, we've learned the melody by ear. We've learned the chords by ear. You should know those if you've been following along with this series. Today's episode... I'm actually going to help you learn a solo, uh, just a one chord solo over top of this jazz tune, and we're going to uh, kind of compose one on the spot, and then I'm going to give you a challenge to compose your own once you've seen the process that I go through. So hopefully this will be very insightful and enlightening. Looking forward to this. Let's crush this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brent here from LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog, a podcast, videos, and a membership, all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. So excited to conclude our three-week series of learning a jazz tune by ear. We've learned the melody, we've learned the chords to a tune that I wrote called Ready or Not, which, as we've discovered, is essentially a, a blues you know, but there's some twists and turns in there. And we walked through the process of learning the chords last week, which we kind of discovered is, is not the easiest thing to do, right? There's so many aspects to it. You know, uh, having some theory knowledge can help. Uh, having some ear training, we kind of went through a trial and error based method uh, to, to, to try to emulate, you know, being a complete beginner at learning chords by ear. So that was fun. And hopefully you got those chords. If you haven't listened to either of the first two episodes, uh, feel free to stop this one and go back to the uh, episode 274. And that might be helpful as well. So you can catch up to where we are right now. But today we are going to compose a solo. Now, composition is something I always preach on this podcast in my teaching to my members, because uh, I think that the stuff that you compose yourself is oftentimes some of the most valuable stuff that you're going to get and really come out organically in your playing. So we're going to be working on that. But at the same time, you know, we need to learn jazz language so that we have some ideas and some inspiration for how to actually speak language over top of a set of chord progressions. So that's why I'm going to be composing one on the spot. And my goal for you is to not only learn mine by ear as we go through it step by step, I'm going to basically be learning it at the same time you are. And also so that you can make your own at the end. You get an insight to the whole entire process. But before we start that, we are going to thank our sponsor, our very own LJS Inner Circle Membership. Uh, LJS Inner Circle Membership is monthly jazz standard studies in our jazz standards club where we do learn a new jazz tune every single month. 
Uh, we also have premium practice program courses that lead you through step-by-step processes to jazz acceleration. We have Basics 101 courses to fill in the gaps in your musical knowledge. We have instrument accelerator courses for guitar, bass, sax, trumpet, and we're going to be coming out with our piano one hopefully pretty soon here. And uh, monthly Q&A calls. It's really a good time. The community is super strong. It really feels like a jazz family. So if you want to check that out and join us over there, go to ljsinnercircle.com, ljsinnercircle.com. See if the membership is right for you. Spoiler alert, it probably is. And we'd love to have you join our jazz family. All right, let's jump right in to composing that solo. Okay, so before we go ahead and start composing the solo, just as a refresher, let's go ahead and listen to the head again, because uh, we always do want our solos and our improvisations to be informed by the the tune itself in entirety, not just the chords, um, but also the melody. So just to get our, uh, our head back in the zone, in the right place, let's go ahead and take a listen to what it sounds like again. So that's it. That's the tune, ready or not. And I'm just going to go ahead and start composing over top of it, just section by section. Um, I don't. I really don't actually know what I'm going to play. Um, so I, I'm just going to come whatever comes to my head, and I start creating. I'm going to find something that works. Um, and that's exactly what I suggest you do. Just like section by section, figure it out. Um, just mess around and try different things, and just see what comes out of it. And if you like something. Then keep it and go with it. So the first chords are a B flat seven, and we go to a B flat seven sus chord, sus seven chord. Um, so let me figure out what to play for that. So. So let me uh, let me try to figure that out a little bit more. Uh, I'm starting to come up with something cool. So. Okay. So I, I think we got this. 
I like that. So I'm going to keep playing that till I get it, and you can try to follow along with me. moment of truth let's uh see if this works well with the backing track on yeah that works just fine it sounds really good actually um uh, it's a little bit of a tricky line so let me play it again a few times pretty slow so there's a pickup it goes Okay, so that's the first part, so try to play that back. That's the first note. Okay, and these are eighth notes, swung eighth notes. Okay, now we have this triplety thing, and the first note is this, it's a pickup note. set of notes so these are all triplets still and then here we have yeah that's the first line kind of a tricky one but you know it's a nice line so hopefully you can practice it a little bit more and you'll get it okay so now we're back at this B flat uh, again we have essentially uh, four bars and then two bars of B flat, but then we go to this B flat minor seven to E seven for just two beats. Okay, so it's pretty pretty quick, but we still want to, in our solo in our improv, uh, outline these two chords in some way because those are really the differentiating chords. So we ended with, and I'm thinking we go like a pickup. 
into that B flat for those two beats at the end. Yeah, 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 I like that. So... that's going to outline that B flat uh, sorry the B minor 7 and the E7 so it's here's the B flat then we're going to la land on the, the 4 chord the E flat 7 so okay let's try that so that's going to work and let's go ahead and play with the backing track just to make sure that it does yep it does it fits um okay but uh really i'm hearing something in my head so it goes right because the next chords here we get onto the the four chord and it moves really quick it just doesn't sit there like a normal blues it goes e flat seven to a flat seven to d flat seven to g flat and then f and then back to the b flat again so we have this cycling of fourths here e flat a flat d flat g flat f right that's chromatic at the end but so we need to figure something out there and it moves quickly so i feel like the line can't stop there so i kind of like that rhythm and then what we might as well do since it that last note there ends on the A flat, we might as well repeat that same line again over the D flat. So we'll do a little pickup. Okay, so that's that's one thing that you should always think about in your solos is try to find uh, we call them mo motifs or like motific ideas, things that repeat themselves because that helps tell a story in your solo. So we have. leaves us on the G flat there uh, so we need to get back to the B flat so okay so let's do this let's do a nod to kind of a line we played at the first phrase so it's okay that last note lands on the B flat again. So that would complete the cycle. So here we go. Um, so from here. Ah. So. Okay. I think that could work. I think that could work. But... Um, let's play with the backing track now, and then I'll, I'll walk you through it a little bit slower so you can learn it a bit. It's kind of, you know, I'm doing two things at once here. I'm trying to compose and I'm trying to teach you. So let's 
make sure it works with the backing track for sure, and then I'll slow it down just a little bit, and then we'll continue. I think it sounds good. So, uh, yeah, that sounds really good. Let's slow it down really quick. So, um, we have this pickup in this B flat. That brings us to the four chords. So, again, really slowly. This is the pickup note. First note. Okay, play it again. time okay so Awesome. That brings us to the E flat. So, oops. Okay. So then, okay. Now, a little hint. Now it goes down a whole step. So if we start with a pickup, here's the pickup. Okay. So it went. Okay, so it goes. in totality whoops one more time okay and again if you need to slow this down or pause it you can do that also on the show notes like i said there's a whole recording put into a slowdowner all that good stuff but we're just working through it for right now and we know this sounds good the recording so let's go ahead and move on to the next se section. We're here at the B flat again. And where are we going? That's the, always the important thing to ask when you're composing a solo. Where are we going next? Um, similarly, we have a B flat seven here for four bars. And then we have two bars of B flat seven. And then a G seven altered chord of some sort. Okay. So we need to figure this out. So we ended on... 
that's beat one. And then I think I want to do something that really, uh, I don't know, just really outlines that G7 flat nine chord. So. You know, let's kind of use the melody a little bit in there. That's another thing you can do is use the melody in parts of your solo. So we ended on. Let's see. I like that. That's a very beboppy line. have to resolve to that note that's the g flat seven the seventh of g flat seven so um I can tell something's not going to land right. So, two, three, four. Uh, let's see. I actually think that uh, I'm going to change the harmony a bit so that I'm actually uh, playing this G7 for a full four beats. Um, that's going to help me play this line. And that's okay to change the, the chords a little bit. So, we're going the same place here. So, um, So we ended, this is beat one of the B flat. So kind of abandoning the melody idea I had now. <laughs> Let's listen to what it sounds like with the backing track. Yeah, nice. That works. Um, okay. So we're, we're almost at the end here, uh, but let, let's go quickly, uh, let's rather go slowly over this last part that we uh, just went over. So it goes, I actually had to change the line a little bit, <laughs> if, you, if you noticed. So it went, uh, whoops. So end of threes when it starts it goes 
those are the, the three first three notes. Okay. Yeah, let's just do something really bluesy and motific since we're going to go from the G flat to the F. So, uh, landing here. Yeah, let's actually do that. And then when we go to the F7, let's go kind of like on the head, how we do that. So, so let me teach you that. Let's see. Now I got it. Okay. That's the first note. This is on the G flat. seven. Then it goes to the F7. So it's really the exact same pattern, but we just add at the end, which is that last note, spoiler alert, is the B flat. So we're on the uh, the, 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 the last uh, two bars there for the turnaround, so. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll play with the backing track in a second, but I actually want to finish composing this tune. Uh, I already actually thought of the idea of how I want to end, because there's this cool turnaround at the end, right? It was B flat 7, D flat 7, G flat 7, B7. Now this is, uh, I don't know, it kind of Coltrane-esque, like some tritone substitution stuff here. So I thought, like, let's just do a really Coltrane-y thing, okay? And, uh, Anyone who's ever studied giant steps before knows there's this uh, this little pattern. It's it's one, 
two, three, five. Okay? So for each chord, you go one, two, three, five. Okay, that's a that's a Coltrane pattern that Coltrane does at the beginning of Giant Steps on his solo. Um, so what I want to do is I want to do the exact same thing, um, except for right we we ended our line. Okay, that's beat one of the B flat. So we're not going to play that pattern on the B flat. But when we get to the D flat, we're going to go. So just right on beat one, okay? And then straight into a one, two, three, five over the G flat. Okay. Now, same thing on the B7. I'm going ascending in 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 pitch here, right? D flat, G flat, B7, right? It just, the same formula. It's just one, two, three, five. So on the D flat, G flat, B, and then let's just end here to get to the back to the B flat seven and now we're on a second chorus right so sounds cool right perfectly outlines those chords right because you're hitting the roots you're hitting the thirds um, it just sounds pretty good so we're gonna do that so to conclude we had this uh, uh, let's do this from here Okay, but let's play with the backing track to give it a little bit more context because maybe you're a little bit confused without the harmony. So let's give it a listen and uh, try playing it along. I think that worked. I think that worked indeed. Okay, so again, the recording is available at the show notes. You can always uh, slow down this episode and go back and forth. Uh, that was the entire the entire thing. Uh, so sounds pretty good, right? I mean, let's just for good measure listen to it one more time all the way through from the beginning.
Yeah, that's funny. I mean, so the last part is is a little cliche, but that's okay. That's okay. I kind of dug it though. So that's kind of my process for composing a solo, and it could take you much longer to do it. Um, and what I would suggest next is to spend some time actually memorizing it and making sure that you can actually play it. Now, you may or may not like or want to adopt some of the ideas that I came up with, uh, but hopefully you learned something uh, from me navigating the harmony for you. And that's the point of learning jazz language, of learning a solo. So you've learned the melody, you've got that tool, you've learned the chords, you've got that tool, and now you have a little short etude, some jazz language, you have that tool. That tool. So my challenge for this last week of this learning a jazz tune by ear challenge is for you to learn and memorize this one that I just did. But then what I would love for you to do is spend some time and compose your own 12 bars over top of these changes. Go through the same process that I went through is just slowly but surely Figure out how do I navigate these chords, use backing track, use whatever you need to really get this going and making sense for you. In fact, I'll go ahead and leave uh, the backing track recording as well for you to download at the show notes. So again, that's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 276 is where you can uh, go ahead and check that out. Okay, so... That is all for this. Hope you enjoyed this and practice up and hope you take the challenge. All right, that's all for today's show. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Do appreciate you listening to the podcast. Hope that you found these three-week challenge here fun. I had a good time. I had a good time putting this together for you. So hope you found a lot of value from this. As I say at the beginning of the show, this episode is sponsored by our very own LGS Inner Circle membership. Man, do we have a good time in there. And it's just incredible. We I heard a recording in our Inner Circle membership from one of our members named Andy, uh, who lives in Washington State. He's a saxophone player. And he joined about a year ago, actually a little over a year ago now, he became a member. And he posted a recording of himself playing the jazz standard we're working on in there uh, right now, which is Georgia on my mind. Uh, And my goodness, like it, it sounded so good. And if you compare it to like recordings he did earlier on, it's a big deal. Like, I mean, he's really improved. And so I'd love for you and... Uh, to improve like Andy and, and hundreds and hundreds of our other members by by joining the Inner Circle membership. So go to ljsinnercircle.com. Uh, join us over there. We have a great time, and we look forward to having you in there. All right, we're going to be coming out with another great episode of the podcast next week. Look forward to seeing you back then. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.